are live. Hey, Concrete. What's good? Girl, what happy hump doing? day, honey. You've been missing work. What's going on, child? Um, I'm an M-I-A, M-I-A, M-I-A. I went to my family reunion, had a nice weekend, child. I really enjoyed myself. Oh, Okay. As you can see, I was being loud, which is why my voice is cracking right now as we speak. And I had a really, really good weekend. Went to the shy, um, ate way too much, did horrible. Uh, my diet was um, not anywhere in sight at all. I ate child fried chicken, barbecue, all the bad things. And yeah, I'm going to have to pay for it all week long. Oh, girl. Um, mm. Well, I wanted to tell you, you do sound pleasant to me. I don't care what anybody says. Well, uh, you. you sound really pleasant. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank you. Your eardrums I, ain't screaming. Your eardrums ain't bleeding. No, that's all that matters. That, that part. Um, but, girl, it was boring. Kerlin oh. left me at the house. and. Really? Yeah, girl, Curlin was out in these streets and I was at home being a good wife okay. and mother and handling business and shit. And so, you know, he just left me there, girl. And I was just sitting wow. there bored, looking at the walls, waiting for him. I felt like a little puppy. I was standing by the door, scratching wow, at it girl. and shit, waiting on him to come back. He <laughs> finally came back and then we had fun. But okay. yeah. It was pretty uneventful, um, okay. you know, dealing with these children, girl. Baby, you had eventful weekends, though, all summer, though. Baby, you was <sighs> kicking it. You hear me? All summer. It was, girl. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to next summer, but don't tell me about it, child. I think somebody going to try to ruin it. <laughs> I hope, hopefully not. Hopefully I know. Not. You know, when you have too much fun, girl, mm -hmm. people are always like, oh, my God, you know, should have too much fun. You're having too much fun. I don't fuck this. And they'll fuck it up. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't even want to tell nobody that I'm having too much fun. Do you tell people your good news when you get it? You know, um, I can't help it. I, 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 I run my mouth when good news happens to me, at least to those who uh, I'm, I'm cool with and those who are in my circle i tell it i tell my good news i'm not one of those people you know how people are there are some people who like some cultures who you know they think it's bad luck to share good news that is so true and that's why i was asking um because i've I, you know, I have to talk. I got a couple of people to ho holler at and my spiritual people was like, oh, I ain't told nobody shit about nothing. Mm. And I was like, damn, you don't want people to celebrate. He was like, you know, um, people will actually sit around and actually pray against or, you know, speak against um, the good stuff that you tell them. So I mm. thought that was really interesting. And um, it looks like our guest is here, baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Olivia. Hello. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. We now can. you gotta give us your famous how you greet people. How you say it? What it is, okay. bitch? What it is, bitch? Hey, it's Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. But thank you for having me on. Um, thank you for coming through girl you know i don't have a good um reputation with the divestment community honey so thank you for gracing us uh, i'm sorry your sound is going in and out can you uh 
Uh-oh, did she freeze up concrete? Yeah, she did. Let me mute me. Uh-oh. Yeah, she's frozen. Olivia, you may have to come out and come back in. Oh, can you? I see. There oh, there you go. There okay. you go. Olivia, what's going on, lady? How you doing? I'm good. I'm about to go on a date, actually. Uh, I know you wanted me on here like a week ago and a long time ago and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Is this like an interview? Yes, girl. Okay. I was like, um, I came across your page. I don't even know how I came across it. But I, you know, it's it was just interesting. And I was like, oh, oh, and I was clutching my pearls. And I was like, damn, she don't give a fuck. And I was like, she's gonna say how she feel. What uh -huh. she said, she's very transparent. And I was like, she would be really, really good to have on. And so I was like, let's get Miss Olivia on yeah, here, girl. She's wild, baby. She okay, is. Yeah. Wild. I, just, um, I don't know if you guys are divested. I'm not totally sure, but I know you no. obviously like me, so it's not like this is a roast or anything. I see. So, but. <laughs> But why? So, you know, and I'm glad you said that because I was like, I went through quite a few of your videos and you've had a couple of issues with white zaddy too. And so I was like, what's going I, I on with that? The black guys, though. The longest relationship I had was with a black man. He never told me he loved me. He would call me a monkey. Um, he was colorist as fuck and said, Oh, you better be glad I'm with you because, you know, I don't normally date girls as dark as you. You're the darkest I would date. And, you know, I was in love with someone who didn't love me back. And then, you know, after that relationship ended, um, he was like always commenting on my YouTube videos talking about how oh, I'm glad I didn't even be with your ugly ass. Your natural hair is ugly as fuck. He even shaved my head when I was in the relationship with him because he didn't like how my hair was growing. Like, wow. I don't know. Like, he, I, he kind of fucked it up. And then I tried dating black men only after that for a little bit. I still wasn't chosen to be no one's girlfriend. I was just always a booty call. And it's just like, I don't know. Black men, they don't want relationships for the most part. And I know I've had problems with white dudes too. I mean, I get it. There's not, no white man is perfect. I'm not sitting up here saying white men are perfect. They're not. But white men more so want marriage and they want to be in a relationship more than niggas do. I'm just saying. So basically, concrete your sound. You, your, your, your sound. You sound robotic. I sound is robotic. Is it not you. Not you, Olivia. Uh, concrete uh -oh. zeros. Uh oh. So you said that okay you dated like your your ex-boyfriend he sounded like a horrible person he was yes very much so mm -hmm. and so then and how long was that relationship it was a two-year long relationship it was a long time ago i know it's you know it's been like four years or so but i mean it still fucks with me because i still dated black men after him it's not like he was the last black guy i dated i went on a lot of dates with black men for, for years after that and then I, around last year is when i started dating interracially again uh -huh. and i realized i think this is because i was only dating black guys for a long time mm -hmm. and you know white men it doesn't always work out i'm not saying that white men are perfect but you know at least with white men if it don't work out there's no drama he's not stopping your youtube page calling you ugly ass bitch and talking about your natural hair and 
oh, he glad that he, you know, didn't marry you and shit like that. It's not no extreme drama. I mean, black men are dramatic. I, I, they're like dramatic like black women. It's a turn off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I, Olivia, I mean, if I to date somebody that's as dramatic as a black woman, I would date another black woman, but I'm not a lesbian, so I mean. <laughs> would you consider yourself bisexual or anything? No, I'm just saying if I wanted to. Okay, date I got you. Feminine and dramatic as black men, I'm saying if I was, I'm not. I don't like pussy, but I'm just saying if I was into that, I might as well do that. If I was, you know, I'm much rather. <laughs> I'm much rather date out. I mean, they're just they're more manly. So. Most is your primary reason for dating out, and I find it interesting that you said they're more manly. Whoa. Um, is your primary reason, is it because they seem to be more aligned with what you want, i.e. marriage-minded than yes. black men? Yes, yes ma'am. Mm -hmm. What is it about white men that you find more manly than black men? They're hairier. They're, they have more body hair, <laughs> oh. which I actually like, which is weird, I know. Um, they, they're more, um, if they say, okay, it, like in bed, they're more romantic and, you know, they don't just beat it up. I think black men, they just be trying to get their nut. White mm. men know how to have sex more. They actually know what to do with a woman's body. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask so, you a question. Have you been in many relationships with black men or because okay, I, I think there is a different relationship with a black man, the black guy I mentioned, and I dated a lot of black guys after him. I went through a bunch of black dudes just dating, and I slept with a few. I mean, I've slept with, I'd say, about four black guys in my life. It's just a total big difference. They just be trying to pump and, you know, <laughs> get their nut off. And yeah, the longest relationship I had was the most painful one, and I was with a black guy. And I just. Every other black guy I've tried to be in a relationship with, they they say, "Oh, you're not really my type." You know, I just fucked around with you because you, I thought you were half Asian or some stupid shit like that, or you got a big booty. But I normally don't like girls as dark as you. you know, so are you scarred? For a girlfriend. So you know, you see the correlation. Like, why? <laughs> you know, um, I know some white guys I've talked about on my channel have been shitty. But they don't flat out say it's because I'm too dark or I'm not uh, girlfriend material. They don't sit there and say that shit. They just say, oh, it's not going to work out. I have a question for you. I, oh, it's a two-parter. Um, number one, I guess the first portion, like, do you feel as though you were scarred by that relationship that you had? And it seems to be a, an abusive relationship of sorts with the black man and that kind of, some of your feelings toward black men are, were derived from that relationship that you had. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta understand like, not only, it wasn't just him, it's like other black men I dated right after him, it was like I was always getting re-traumatized. Uh, mm. There was black guys uh -huh. I was on dates with who, um, you know, they would try to touch on my coochie and I didn't want that. It's like violating me on a date because they paid for my dinner. I've never had that happen to me with a white man, honestly. If they're expected to pay for a date and they're not sitting up here trying to violate you because, you know, you, they pay for dinner. And that's what happened a lot of times when I was back in dating black guys right after my abusive relationship. Yeah. So I think he scarred me and other black men as well, not just him, but yeah. What about... Okay, w with your experiences with other races of men, you have mentioned some racism um, yeah, and dealing... I 
with some of them, what would you say was the most extreme case? The most extreme case was I was 20 years old. I was dating this very dusty white man who had a drug problem. And in the heat of the moment, he called me the N-word with a hard ER because I wouldn't move in with him. But the reason why I wouldn't move in with him was because he had a drug problem, of course. And I really think that it was because of the drugs that caused him to say that. He even came back a few years later to apologize to me, claiming that he was in a, you know, drug-filled psychosis and called me the N-word. I mean, right. I, I didn't take him back or nothing, but I mean, the yeah, that's the most. That's about it. Like, I haven't had anything else racist happen to me, though. Like, what? I thought you had mentioned something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I thought you had mentioned something about um, an Asian guy that recently that was a bit oh, racist. He just, called, he just asked me, did I live in the ghetto? I mean, that's, I mean, that's prejudice, yes. But that's I not got like you. flat out racist, like you N-word. You know what I mean? I yeah. Like, like, that's prejudice. And of course, I didn't go out with him. But like, as far as like actual harsh racism, that's the most I've experienced from my white ex-boyfriend when I was really young. I was like 20 years old. And he was a drug drug addict, so it's like. But the white guys that I've dated who don't do drugs, <laughs> obviously, have not said anything racist to me. Okay. Um. um go ahead. I did want to ask a quick question. One one thing that I wanted to inquire about is a common thing that you hear um, as black women, or that you hear black men iterate, is that white men or men of other races aren't attracted to black women. Um, I guess when you first transitioned or decided to start dating out, did you find it difficult to find men of other races who would be willing to date you being that you're a black woman? Hell no. Actually, I had the opposite effect. Before I was in the relationship with the black man I mentioned, all I dated was white guys before him anyway. I I always had a preference for white men anyway. I didn't even know what digestion meant back then because I was younger. But mm-hmm. back when I was younger, um, you know, when I first got on online dating like Tinder, I used to get so many like hundreds of messages from white men. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, I like your eyes. I like your skin tone. You're beautiful. I've always wanted to date a black girl. I've never had a problem attracting the opposite race. No. <laughs> Well, how do you know when if they're just fetishizing you versus, versus they're genuinely interested? Um, hold on, what'd you say again? I'm sorry. How do you know they're not just fetishizing you when they say, I've always wanted to date a black girl? Well, I get, I get what you're trying to get at. Um, you know, if they keep talking about, I usually ask this question. So what got you, got you into black girls? Was it porn? And if they say yes, <laughs> that's not they're, they're into some type of fetish shit and I move on. And I, even when I was younger, I used to ask them, like, what got you into black girls? And there was a few of them who would say, yeah, I've watched porn. I like the way y'all look naked and all that. And that would turn me off, even as younger, a younger me. And I wouldn't date those type of white dudes. But there are, they have, there have been some white guys that have genuinely liked black women and how they look. Like, I don't understand. Like, you guys think that you guys aren't, aren't supposed, like, white men aren't supposed to be attracted to us, like, genuinely, like, for real like you think it's always a fetish or <laughs> well, i don't think that um i lived in an all-white town where it was less than five percent minorities and i know white men are attracted to black women um that's just a misnomer yeah yeah but um yeah they actually made me feel prettier than um black guys did because i was always told i was too dark i had little crushes on little black boys growing up oh you too brown for me you do do brown oh you too dark like just shit stupid shit like that it's just 
Yeah, and then like when I got into age of actually dating and getting on online dating, I noticed more white men were attracted to me, and then the black men who were attracted to me attra- were attracted to my body and my butt more so than just my skin tone or my face or anything. So yeah, <laughs> which is a turnoff. Like I mean, I feel more objectified by black men because they're always wondering yeah. how big my butt is and stuff. Like I feel more fetishized by them actually. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. How long have you, would you consider yourself a part of the divestment movement? Uh, I do because I honestly cannot see myself dating a black man. I feel like the difference between a divester and a swirler is swirler still would date a black guy if he's a good mm. one, quote unquote. Um, I don't believe there's really any good ones, quote unquote. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. That's why I always post divestment stuff. So, yeah, I mean. Okay, who are some divestors that you listen to? Because when I went through some of your content, I noticed that you had a lot of Cynthia G in the title, a lot of Shira Seven, and it wasn't favorable. And so I was like, I'm wondering, like, who does she listen to as a divestor? Who do you listen to? Divested Zealot. I listen to her, the main one. To be honest, I don't consider Cynthia G a divestor. She doesn't even consider herself one either because. She's claims that she she can't give up the black D. It's like crap to her. So um, <laughs> he's obviously not a divestor. So I don't listen to her. I find her hypocritical. I you mean you see my videos? Um, I find she raised seven hypocritical too. She's only able to level up because of her phenotype. She's what a black man would like phenotype typically. But I feel like she still has a dusty because I mean James is. I mean, I feel like if he was really a really rich man, he wouldn't have his wife on YouTube for hours on end. But that's just <laughs> me. You mean, I listen to Divested Zealot the most. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do want to ask you what what are what are the benefits for black women to divest? Like, what benefits do black women get from divesting? I know that you know you feel like black men are dusty, and you know black men are are are, are pookies, and black men don't have much to offer. But you know, most white men in America don't make a ton more money. That most white men in America are also you know middle class, and the middle well, class is slowly it's about money. That's, um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, it's, not, it's not just about money. I think it's more so white men are more into marriage. They're more into actually staying with, around their kids. They're more into providing. Um, they're more into, you know, what if I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom? And, you know, they're more into that than a black man would. Um, mm. So it's just the marriage-minded thing mm-hmm. and the kids they most white men want to stay with the mother of their children and not just have a bunch of children mm-hmm. and it's because i like white men's mindsets better it's not just the money like right. I think, you know uh middle class white guy it's not just about money per se it's right. just mindset is different and I do want to say you haven't um, focused on that at all. So thank you for clarifying that. I do want to just say this too, because I know what the com- what the comments will say. They will, of course, bring up the fact that black men, per the CDC, are the most active fathers. In addition, um, over fifty what fifty one percent of black men don't have children. There are, uh, you know, whereas fifty eight percent of black women do have children. Um, So, you know, they will bring up those statistics to counter some of your arguments um, relating to black men being in the home and uh, 
the relate the excuse me the question or the point of um, how active black men are when they are in the homes. Um, so yeah, there is that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I have a two parent household. My dad is not the most amazing father. I mean, he but you know, it's just kind of like how do I put this? He kind of treated my brother better than me in a sense. Like I, I my so it's kind of like I also get that black men are just not that emotionally there. I mean, they what? are in their kids' lives. They're not that emotionally there. My dad barely ever says he loves me. And he barely ever hugs me. My mom's the one that hugs me. My mom's the one who says she loves me. Like, I, it's just like, they're colder. I don't know. And I, I feel like white men are more warmer as far as that emotion. They're, mm. yeah. You know what's interesting, and this is a horrible assumption, but I assume that your father wasn't around because of your relationships with black men and how those relationships have you no he was definitely around he's still around it's not like he's left me no (laughs) that's and i'm sitting here and i'm kind of shocked um what was your family's opinion on you dating white men or did Uh, you have a pretty open household like they didn't care they i don't i don't go around saying i'm a guy master but i I I prefer white men. I tell my mom straight up. My ex-boyfriend called me a monkey. Why would I date someone who's my own skin tone? Not He wasn't my own skin tone. He was like a little bit lighter. But, you know, my own race called me a monkey. Damn. Like, really? And just like, I've always been more attracted to white men. And I just tell my mom I've always been more attracted to white men. They like me more than black guys do. That's why I'm what I would say white guy. You ever uh, bought home, home one for dinner? Yes. The race, <laughs> well, he was the drug addict one that inwards oh. me yes i brought him home for thanksgiving that was many years ago it was really awkward yes what did your family think of him they thought he was my dad acted like he was just uh he barely he didn't even talk to him or look at him in the eye like my dad hated him so does your circle your family your friends know about your messaging and if so what do they think of it um they don't. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they don't. They just know I date white guys. I like white men. And they know that I don't date black men in my they know it's partially because of my ex boyfriend. And also, um, I don't know if you guys heard in my videos, um, but my dad, my own father, who um called me a bedwinch. The first time I ever heard the word bedwinch oh. when wow. I dated a white guy when I was seventeen. And ever since then, that kind of stuck in my brain. Okay. Your dad called you that? Yes, dead ass. Because I had never heard of the word before in my life. Until that day. And then, huh? What were you saying? I said sheesh. Yeah. So you wonder why. I mean, I don't have the most (laughs) thoughts about black men. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Because, Olivia, I, I, I would look at it like this. I wouldn't. I, I guess if I had my, my father's, if the fathers were actually in a house and not to say that all they have to do is pay the bills because dads also need to have relationships with their daughter. But I don't know. Cause I feel like I'm getting re- ready to be like, you know, your father, at least your father was there, but I'm still kind of minimizing and saying like he, at least he was there and you, he was visible to you, but you're still saying that you still had issues. Like, even though he was there and present, there was still some um things that you didn't get from him that you needed as a little girl and as a woman. Yeah. He barely called me pretty. My mom was always going to call me pretty. Oh, you look like me. You're so cute. Olivia. Oh, you're so cute. My dad never called me pretty. 
Mm. Yeah, never call me pretty. Call me bad ones. When I went out on a date with my, the first guy I ever went out on a date with was a white guy. I was like 17. It was like my first date ever. Oh, you a bad one. She gonna be, uh, you gonna be on the side of the road. He just wanna use you. Um, that's what he told me when I was 17, going out on my first date ever with a white dude. So for years I didn't date black guys, and then I fell in love with my black ex, and then he treated me like shit. And you know, it's like it, it started from childhood. My dad is not being that loving, mm. and then it he, sounds then like did, it. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, I was agreeing. I said it sounds like it. Maybe there might be some unresolved trauma there. Um, it, it it sounds like it. Yeah, and which it's. I mean, if someone were to call me dead, which now I'm like, fuck it, I am. I guess I like white dudes. Of course. But the interesting thing right. is you, you said that your family doesn't know about your messaging or your circle doesn't know about your messaging, but you actually show your face and you do live videos and it's it, it like you never know when something's going to take know, off and go viral. Know. I get it. I get it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gambling, but yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're pretty old. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's really the main thing. It's like upbringing. I know my dad never really found, I mean, I don't know if he, I, he just was never that loving. Then going to school, always being called a darkie, using brown by black, little black boys. Then when you get in the dating world, you have one relationship with a black man. It's horrible. It's abusive as fuck. And then when you get back in the dating world after that, you still keep running into the same abusive type black man. It's like, why wouldn't you not want to date outside the race? <laughs> well, have you ever lived in any states outside of Georgia? No, but I've, okay. I've traveled a lot. But and what was your experiences in, with traveling? Because I'm from Mississippi. So I get um, certain aspects of colorism and everything. I do get certain aspects of it being from Mississippi. But when I traveled to different places, I really did receive a better response. Like, I think the the more north you go, um, they tend to love darker, darker skinned women. Um, and even in, you know, my husband's from Georgia and he's a uh, medium complected, but yeah. Um, yeah. How was your experience when you traveled? Uh, I would get hit on by guys. I went to Miami one time. I got followed by these Hispanic dudes. Oh, you're so cute. You're so fun. Come back to those over with me. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm here with my family. I can't do that. That was like when I was like 20 or 18 or something. I was a lot younger. But yeah, when I would travel, um, I would get like more looks from like Hispanic dudes, from white dudes. It was the same thing. I mean, I really didn't get much different like if i mean how do i put this it's like i was seen as exotic to the non-black men but to the black men it's like oh okay she just whatever she all right she cool okay <laughs> yeah I I would like to know um, what your experiences are navigating white spaces like or what are what have been your experience like dating white men and actually navigating white spaces while dating? Um, it's not hard. Um, I'm pretty country myself. I like fishing. I like, <laughs> I like some country music. It doesn't. I mean, being around a lot of white people doesn't bother me. My best friend is white and she's been my best friend since elementary school. Um, I actually haven't had a black female friend last that long in my life. So, um, did you divest from us too? Ah, uh, did you divest from black women? No, I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that. 
first date, but I'm just saying, like, I mean. But you don't experience racism? Um, (laughs) So even, like, you know, when you're dating these white men, you're not getting funny looks from the white women or, you know, you're accepted by them. Oh, okay. Funny looks, but I don't care. I mean, they get mad, stay mad, bitch. Like, I don't care what they look like. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. Of course, you get weird. I get weird looks from black men, which is funny because a lot of the times the black men who look at me weird when I'm out on a date or with white women or with a Hispanic woman or something. And I'm like, why are you looking at me? So it's like, but yeah, I don't know. So y'all have like that eye contact, like, the fuck you looking at, the fuck you looking yeah. at. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at them like, why? Why do you care? <laughs> so, yeah, I do get weird stares from white people, white women mainly, the fat, ugly white women. But, you know, it doesn't bother me and it doesn't bother my dates. I, they don't sit there and point it out. And I'm not, you know. And there was one time this white guy came up to one of my dates saying, oh, I'm proud of you. You got a fine black woman. <gasps> oh. It was an old white man. It was an older oh. man. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. So I get compliments from like other white men when I'm out on dates with white men. It's it's a ego. I mean, I mean, you know, I guess you can't experience it. You're married, but I mean, it's it's amazing. It feels great. Like I I really don't have an issue as far as you know being out with them. They make you feel pretty. And when you know the other white men, they looking at at the white dude with you like, oh, he got a bad one. You know. So what would you say to someone saying that you're just looking for white validation because? you know, the white man's ice is colder and, you know, we live in a world where, you know, the white man's word is, 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 is law. So to have that white validation is, it's, it's a, it's a higher form of validation than anything the black man can offer. Well, I agree with that. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, to me at least, cause that's what I like. I like white men and I would much rather them like me than black dudes like me like i would hate if i was a light-skinned woman over like a red bone what they call red bone because i would get black men flocking to me all the time that would get on my nerves oh wow i cannot wow Wow. i had a um, light-skinned friend back when i was in middle school and she always used to get cat called oh hey hey red hey red bone oh you cute you like you cute light finger and she used to be so flattered by it now she got three kids three baby daddies But you're still an attractive woman. You're shapely, so I would still think that black men approach you. Yeah. I mean, they look at my butt. I mean, oh, you got a fat ass. Oh, you 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 thick. Like, just stuff like that. I mean, but white men, oh, I like your skin tone. You're pretty. I like your eyes. Oh, I like your lips. They look at your face more. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. And I like face compliments more than just you got a fat ass you think yeah. mm. so in that sense yeah i guess you're right i mean to me white validation would be better so you've never been in a, a, a full-fledged relationship with a white man i have the, the oh exactly. duh you did say I that and he for two years as well so I was with him for two years and I was with my black ex for two years right after. So I had like back to back shit relationships, but yeah, I wasn't a full, I met his mom, I met his dad, I met his siblings. Like, I mean, you know, I had a full fledged relationship with a white guy. 
Um, how would, and you said that you don't have any problems attracting, um, white men at all. Do, yeah. What do you think about your counterparts? Because you know, the stats, the stats do say one thing as far as black women attracting white guys, especially on dating apps. Um, I, I think the stats are more so black women not wanting to date non-white, non-black men. Okay. And I also think that it's BS because I, like I said, I get a lot of guys saying, oh, you're beautiful and they're white guys. And I do get messages from white guys saying, I'm surprised you're attracted to me. You're so pretty. And normally black women are not attracted to non-black men. Do you think you have higher standards for black than at one point you had higher standards for black men than you did for white men? Your sound is going out, sweets. Is it better now? Yes, that's perfect. All right, so I, I think, no, I mean, well, okay, when you go from dating a white guy who's a drug addict who lives in a Section 8 apartment who was a dusty white man, well, I'm yeah. going to have better, higher dating standards when you go back home to black men, go back home, quote unquote. So I, I mean, my, my black ex wasn't a dusty on paper, but he treated me badly. So I guess in, after being in a relationship with a dusty white guy and getting crowned for it so much by my family, um, I did have higher standards. But then that also came with age too. So yeah, I think when I was dating black men, I did have higher standards to some extent. So okay. you're open to dating any kind of white guy, like bottom shelf Brad, any, any No, white I'm not dating no oh. trailer park type. Okay. I'm not dating, I'm not going to nobody's trailer park and having sex. <laughs> okay, okay. What has I your experience? I a very dusty white guy. I was like 19 and, or 20 years old. I was in college. Right. I was, you know, college age. I'm 28 now. I wouldn't do that now. But no, I wouldn't date no bottom shelf uh, fucking, um, I don't know, working at Dollar Tree white dude. No, just because he's white. <laughs> It's more than that. <laughs> you know, they say, you know, black women, are, You th this is what they say. I don't say that. They be like, you know, black women will go for the bottom shelf bread cause, just because he white. No, and that's, no, that's not me. Snag a tooth, meth head, you know, <laughs> all the things. Overalls, no socks, no draws. Yeah, as long no. as he white. That's, that's the difference between divestors and swirlers. I think swirlers may go for that because they try and probably have a mixed baby just solely to have a mixed baby or something. But with divestors, we look for a man that actually is not dusty in general. Dust comes in all colors. Mm, I mean, mm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not going to need no trailer park Tyler, is what I like to call him. But Speaking of that, though, when you talk about that, how, how, you know, do you have any concerns that if you have a mixed son, that he's going to be viewed as a black man in the world and your messaging about black men is so negative? I mean, I just won't tell him my YouTube channel. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> and by the way, he probably be laughing at my shit. I mean, you know, I mean, oh, mom, you're so crazy back in the day. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, so you talked about, like, if you were to have kids or whatever, have you had any experiences where you were dating a white man and he was racist, maybe toward black men, but he liked black women? No, actually, I every white guy I've dated, um, even the one that was a drug addict I was with for a long time, they they actually liked black dudes. They weren't racist towards them per se. They weren't like they weren't like 
buddy buddy, but they weren't like racist towards him. I don't. I mean, that's one thing I don't agree with. I don't agree with going after white dudes that are racist against black men. I don't agree with that because you know, if I were to have a son, it might look more black than white. What if he started acting racist towards my my half black son? Now I do think about that. So yeah. So do you do you date the Malibu most wanted looking? Um... No, I don't like dating wiggers. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> the white niggas. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know your protocol on yours. I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't like dating those, but I don't like dating the ones that are. Um, how do I put it? Like super racist against black men and hate black men either. I like the the in between. I guess. Mm. If, yeah. If, Would you I, consider yourself more of a conservative or a Democrat? I mean, or liberal, excuse me. I'm not a liberal. Okay. Um, I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm not a liberal because I don't believe in a lot of the stuff um, that liberals would believe in. And at the same time, I'm not a conservative because I'm just not a conservative. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So, do you have an OnlyFans or? No, um... I don't. I, I thought about making one. I really did back, <laughs> but I never did because I'm like I don't want my cat out there the rest of my life. Mm. So. You, it's like you seem to have went through like a a a little bit of things in the last few weeks as far as dating online and you know i was looking at some of the titles of your videos i think i popped in a couple of live streams you know you had the birthday uh guy and i think you had mentioned something about being ghosted like the ghosting is happening a lot what has your experience your recent ex experiences my been on these dating apps apps uh, my ghosting is mainly because i'm not drinking anymore so i don't drink alcohol anymore and a lot of dudes find that boring so I get ghosted for that and I have gotten ghosted just because there's no connection I mean ghosting happens all over I mean I used to get black guys all the time it's not just a racial thing <laughs> I mean I used to get ghosted by black guys too you know I mean if I didn't put out soon enough or they didn't like my my cat or something they ghosted me I mean ghosting happens <laughs> but yeah yeah. <laughs> well, I see you ended up getting your B day D girl. Um, yeah. I was cracking up. I was like, holy, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Are you still seeing that guy? Yeah, I, I do see him sometimes, but like, he's not boyfriend material, but he's good D. Yeah. So, do you like serial date? I don't. I don't want to keep serial dating, but I have been. So you say time. that. But you say that white men are more marriage-minded. Have you I been proposed to? Or? Okay, here's the thing. You don't just find one person like, hey, I'm going to marry this person. Oh, this fine. Of course. It, I wish it was that easy to just find one attractive white person and be like, I'm going to marry him. It's going to work out. No, I mean, nothing's magical that just because just they're white means they're just, they're just going to stick around. I've been through some dead white dudes. I'm not going to lie here. It's not always peaches and cream on the other side. But so it's just time. a matter of preference and attraction. Yeah, it's preference and attraction, in my opinion. More of them are marriage-minded, but they don't waste your time and lead you on. My ex mm. left me on, making me feel like he wanted to marry me, but at the same time, he never said he loved me, the black guy I was with. You know what I mean? He left mm. me on so much. And it's like, white men, they don't lead you on. They say they're marriage-minded, but if they don't see you as... Right. Is, 
where they're gone. I mean, and it's and then it's their right. I mean, I I mean, not everything happens. For, I mean, not everything is gonna work out. So that makes that's true. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. I do have another question. Uh, why is so much of the messaging from divestors um, centered around black men? If literally you are happy with your choice to, you know, leave black men alone and date out and you found a better option, why is so much of the messaging centered around black men? I think it's because um, a lot of black men have hurt them. And mm. which a lot of black men have hurt me. I've told you about my upbringing and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I think it's the trauma, and I also think they are legit killing us a lot more than the other men mm. or k-wording. I don't know your censorship, but you know what I mean. They're, they're, a lot of them are more violent towards us in domestic disputes. And I think it's more of a safety thing than a oh my god. Well, I'm let me ask you a quick me. question. With that, do you think because I think everything is in proximity. Um, white men that date that are with white women would be more violent towards them. Right. Because it's proximity. What do you think about that? Yeah, there's abusive white men out there, of course, but um, it's not nearly as bad. I don't feel like stat wise is nearly the same thing. There's legit stats about it. I mean, that's why I watched that. Zealot. She has more of like a, that thing than just a, oh my God, the black man doesn't want me. I think that's more of a Cynthia G thing. Oh my God, they don't want me. I hate them. I'm mad at them. But, um, but yeah, I think a lot of the times, I think they, they center around black men because of the safety thing and how it is more dangerous when you're with a black man that's really high, really emotional and you hurt their ego and they don't see you like a white woman. They, they, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm scared to touch her. Because she's, uh, you know, like they were the white woman. They, I mean, it's just, that's just how I feel about it. You know, it was interesting. One time I heard Divested Zealot say that she was scared of black men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was damn near shocking to me because I was like, scared for what? Are, are, do you feel like that about black men as well? If I see a group of them, I'm, I'm not going there. I'm just being honest. Wow. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm shaking in my boots when I see a black guy. But but what if you see a group of white men? You don't feel the same fear. A group of any type of man, you're like that's suspicious. I'm not going in that group. I'm not trying to get hollered at or whatever, touched on mm-hmm. nothing. But I, I mean, she she has a right to be scared of black men. I mean, she had a very traumatic past from what I've heard. Mm. What about, I feel like there's nothing wrong with her being scared of black men. I mean, it is what it is. If she's had a more traumatic, traumatic past than me, it sounds like. So I don't, I'm not going to police someone's fear and trauma. No, it's not about policing her fear and trauma. It was just the fact that she was scared, that she literally, literally verbalized that she was scared. And I was like, damn, and and it's not to say, you know, to throw that against her because I don't know her experiences. But, you know, I was just wondering, did you have that same fear? And yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit. I do. I don't go in black areas of the the city, to be honest. Um, Baby, I I wouldn't go in the trailer park either, though. I didn't go to black clubs. I didn't go to black bars. I always went to Irish bars. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, I mean, yeah, I kind of have a similar fear. Okay. Interesting. Um, 
you had uh three I, I, I looked at some of your old videos and it was like you had some fears are you still scared to drive i mean i still had issues with driving i had a really bad accident almost died so uh yeah i'm in therapy right now and i have anxiety issues and yeah how's therapy going it's going great a lot better i'm able to drive my car a lot a lot more than i used to so yeah has your therapist ever recommended that you be celibate for a while? Um, one of my therapists did, and I was celibate for like a year and a half, and it was trash. I was really horny like <laughs> that, and I. Do you have a black I'm therapist? Not a, I'm a <laughs> I I'm a sexual person, and I can't handle not having need for that long. So it made me more bitter and angry, and I overate and overdrank, and I drank a lot just to numb my horniness because my therapist at the time was telling me, oh, you don't need to have sex. So instead of having sex, I would dr overdrink at the time. I mean, I'm sober now, but yeah, I, I, I would, you know, being celibate is not for me. Do you have a black therapist? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you, let me ask my you. therapist was the one who said I needed to be celibate. Oh, okay. All my alcoholism was when I was sitting first. Let me ask you one one question. Seriously, real talk. Um, can you honestly say, like, let's say all things were fair on both sides, all things equal on both sides. You had not had a bad experience with black men yeah. and, you know, your experiences on both sides were equal. Can you honestly, seriously say that white men are more attractive than black men? To me, they are. I like green eyes. I like blue eyes. I like the different eye variations. I like their hair variations better than black men. I'm sorry. I mean, I that's okay. just my personal opinion. Yeah. Do you like your own hair? I like my own looks. I think I'm cute. I, I think I, you're I, an attractive woman. <laughs> I do. I think you're an attractive woman. I'm saying, like, do you like your own natural hair? I mean, no, because it's hard to deal with. But it's not like I hate it. I'm like, I'm not one of those black women like. Oh my God, I hate that I have 4C hair. Oh my God, I wish I had other people's hair. It, it's not a huge deal to me, but like, I mean, I would prefer my natural hair to be this this texture, I guess. It'd be easy to manage, but you know. Do you live, is, are there black people in the town that you live in? Are there black people? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just you know, I'm just kind of, you know, tucked away and I'm not around a lot of them, but you know. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah. Uh, I mean, do y'all like me still even though I'm divested? I know. <laughs> no, I don't have. Listen, I think that we've been wanting to have different conversations with different types of people from mm -hmm. all walks of life. Um, so if you go through our channel, we've had some really interesting guests on. Absolutely. And when i saw your channel to uh you know um sex workers we've uh, had relationship experts we've had people from all walks of life all yeah walks of life. so it was just like um let's hear her story and see what she has going on oh okay. i like you thank you for inviting me i think it's almost time for my date but yeah, yeah i was raised in a two-parent household and i still you know divested and i mean i had my dad around and everything it's just it just is what it is. I mean, in my personal opinion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Olivia, your camera went off. Oh, there, there go. you go. That's probably her date. He telling you to hurry up. She can't. She we probably can't got hear a call you. And it knocked yeah. her out. 
Olivia, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Yeah, she may not know. She probably have to drop down and come yeah. back. You probably have to drop down and come back because we can't hear you. Uh oh. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was the song called me. There you go. Don't call me. But yeah, um, what was I gonna say? Uh yeah, I was raised in a two parent household. So I mean, my divesting really was more so um, I just thought about how my dad didn't really treat me with much love and, you know, warm, warmness as, you know, a little girl should have. I was barely called pretty. I mean, I was barely told I, I love you and, you know, and even my own brother. I have an older brother who's kind of colorist and would say that he's... He's colorist? My, yeah, my brother was kind of colorist growing up. I remember him saying he never found dark skin girls attractive. Like, he, every girl he would date was light skin or um, not black or like Latina or something. And it, it was always in my mind, black men don't like me anyway. Do so. you think he had his own issues with people saying things about him, especially if he was a darker skinned man? He's not dark skinned, he's, oh. he's light skinned. Actually, he got the light skinned gene, it's funny. Um, we look nothing alike. You wouldn't even, I mean, if you were to see me and him, you wouldn't even know he was my brother, but yeah. He, my, my brother is light skinned and you know, he would only find people his complexion like um, attractive. And he would say stuff like that when I was a little girl, thinking I didn't internalize it. But it really bothered me. And my dad, he's dark skinned. He's my complexion. Um, and him not calling me pretty and him not saying I love you a lot. Is your mom light skinned? Huh? Is your mom light skinned? No. My brother okay. got the genes of my grandmother, my grandma. Same thing happened with my son. I tried to have a darker baby and my <laughs> son turned out on the lighter side. I was like, what, what the hell? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just my upbringing and that relationship and then just just realizing that I much rather be with someone that's not black. That's just really what it was. And yeah. So I Have you ever been a sugar baby? Um yeah, I've gotten money out of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like an official sugar baby. Really? How was that? I would attract old, older white guys. They would pay me for. Uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna say. It. But anyway, yeah. they would pay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they would give me money. I mean, and sometimes I wouldn't even have to see them, like in person. So, so you know, <laughs> white dudes have always been providers in my life, as far as. We need to do a part two. <laughs> um, yeah. We need to, yeah. I have to go right now. Thank you, uh, though, yeah. for obliging us. This was really good. Thank you for being so open, for yes. answering all our questions. This was dope. Okay, it was dope to meet y'all. Thanks for having me on. All Thank right. you. Enjoy Thank your you. date. Enjoy right. your date. Bye, Bye, Olivia. Yeah, that was very interesting. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm, I'm shooting it to you. Um... I hate that she experienced so much trauma or not necessarily trauma, but she didn't get what she needed within her household to actually foster good relationships with black men. 
And that kind of made me sad um, because imagine growing up, growing up in an environment where nobody was that you're, the black men that were around you weren't that loving to you. And, you know, that was interesting to me. Um, you know, looking at her page was really what made me want to interview her because she's had so many different experiences. Um, one thing she was actually the bad girls club had hit her up and wanted to have her on, you know, as a cast member, I guess that fell through. Um, she's had some really, really wild dates and everything. And, you know, it was just really interesting to me. Um, you know, like the sugar baby and thing, um, because, you know, she'll speak a lot about her experiences. So I was curious about her experiences and just getting her on and seeing what it was going to be, be about. Um, but what were your thoughts on it? Um, I, you know, I absolutely think that it is unfortunate that those were her experiences. I didn't get the chance to ask. I was wondering if she saw any, you know, happy relationships or any, you know, positive relationships emulated in her personal life between black men and black women. Um, she didn't really speak to the relationship between her mom and dad. She did say that, you know, he didn't seem to be too expressive. Um, and, you know, that that is absolutely unfortunate. Um, she really spoke about one relationship in particular that seemed to be an abusive relationship and that also was unfortunate. And then the subsequent right. um, dates that she experienced from black men where they essentially were on some pump and dump type stuff and weren't trying to take her serious. But um, this is the thing that I was confused about, just a little bit confused because um she's basically had the same experiences with white men which is why i was like well is it a a thing to where you're just more attracted to or you have a preference versus like the um quality of men in general but the way she broke down the qualities of the men um and saying that black men basically wanted to pump and dump and they didn't take her serious or you know the ex-boyfriend kind of led her on and he didn't want anything versus dating a white man. And the white man was like, okay, he knew he didn't want anything and he was gone. Well, she didn't say the ex-boyfriend let her on. She just said that he was abusive, cut off her hair, that he- uh, Yeah, she did say that the black man had her thinking that they were gonna get married. Oh, then, okay, yeah. I missed that. Um, but I felt like her experience with the ex-boyfriend was probably just very traumatizing for her. But yes. she, she was always attracted to white guys that before she dated the ex-boyfriend that she was dating white white guys. Um, and she the thing is, she had to be very young when she was dating the ex-boyfriend because she said she was 19 or 20 when she started dating the crackhead after she dated the ex-boyfriend for multiple years. So this had to be, she had to be very young when she decided to give up on dating black guys. Like literally we're talking about she was a teenager. She yeah. said that she dated the ex-boyfriend for several years and then she dated 
different black guys who just wanted to pump and dump. And then that's when she dated the bottom shelf Brad and just dated white guys ever since. And she was 19 or 20 when she dated the bottom shelf Brad. So we're talking about teenagers, teenage boys who didn't want a relationship with her. And she's like, forget it. I'm giving up on it. I'm just going to date white guys from here on out. And as we've stated, and as she's indicated on her own page, she those relationships have not been all that successful. They haven't landed a marriage, which she did state that the white men are more marriage minded. And, you know, which she, she did elaborate that those white men, which clearly we're talking about nine years of relationships with white guys. And mm -hmm. uh, in that nine years, none of those relationships have yielded a marriage or proposal, you know, unfortunately. But um, in you know, those white guys, she said that they're more apt to not waste her time. If they don't feel that she's the one, they're not going to play games. They're not going to lead her on. They're not going to tell her that they love her, that they're going to go right. on about their business. But I, you know what was interesting? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead because I'm, I'm about to move on past this. So you go ahead. Okay, there was this guy that she had went out with recently and she said that, you know, they had a really, really good date. Mm -hmm. um, she got, you know, she was trying to get some birthday D for her. She was trying to get some D for mm -hmm. her B-Day and she said she finally got some good D. And then she said that the guy basically was like he didn't really want anything serious and he didn't want a relationship. And so it kind of made me think, okay, that certain things i guess should be established up front and off top or whatever whatever but i don't know if it's a thing just for sport because sometimes it from from her videos and the appearance to me is like sometimes she seems to fuck for, for sport mm -hmm. and you know just to get her shit off and you know be done and that kind of worries me too because i'm like okay um, how hard is it for her to establish an emotional connection with these other men and like how does that work um, let me tell you something. Um, of course, white, white men. And the thing is, you know, she essentially was indicating that white guys are nicer. White guys are even in their approach. They're not saying, Hey, you got a big, a, you got big titties. Hey, I like, I want to screw you. You know, they're like, Oh, I love your skin tone. Oh, you have a beautiful smile. And they're nicer in their approach. But the end game is the same. And this is what I tell black men. So the hell what if they have a smoother approach? If all they want is some earth? Like if all they want is to screw you, what difference does it make if they come in right out and saying, I just want to slay you? Or if they come in out and saying, hey, you're a cute woman. How about some coffee? And all they want is to slay you. Who cares what the approach is like that? That type of stuff does not matter to me. Get to the point. Be direct and upfront. Tell me what you want, because I don't need you to to to, um, you know, I would rather you be overt with it personally. I don't need you. I don't like the smooth. You trying to be debonair. You trying to slick me out of my draws. I want to know what you want, what you want, you know, personally. But I feel as though. You know what what you know white guys like casual sex that let me tell you something white sex. people everybody casual sex and oftentimes i'm gonna tell you the difference too though in 
white communities, casual sex is not frowned upon like it is in black communities. She can live in a small town and be having casual sex with white guys and you know, no one will bat an eye. It's not frowned upon in the same way. You know, they may know like, yeah, you know, she's an easy lay, whatever. And it's not frowned upon like it is amongst black guys. They're going to be like, hey, she of this, she of that. She, you know what I mean? So there is that distinct difference too. That's a good point. That is a really, really, really good point because that definitely wasn't, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. Who child? I um, yeah, I girl. do think my overall opinion is that little baby need a hug. Like, I can't, like, you know, certain comments and, you know, when you asked her about her hair, you know, certain things really stuck out to me. And yeah. I was like, dang, you know, sis, um, I question if she really loves herself, if she sees her own value you know, the casual sex. And I know like we live in a society where women want to be like, I'm, I'm liberated and I have my own. Yeah. And it, it gives and I can do what I want, lay down with who I want. And I am woman, hear me roar. It but, gives a false sense of control. And yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like, as far as the casual sex is concerned, um, because, you know, she does some things where it seems I don't know if all her sex is um, unprotected. Definitely not saying that, but it does appear that at least some of it is. Okay. And you know, like stuff like that worries me, girl. Cause I'm like, oh shit, she does need a hug. Yeah. Um, she does have seem to have a really good support system within her mother, yeah. but it it doesn't seem like um, she's had enough support. Yeah, and she was pretty honest about the fact that she may have some unresolved trauma yeah. um, that she hasn't faced. And uh, it's a wonderful thing that she is seeking help and stuff. But I'm going to tell you something. I mean, she's like her best friend is white and yada, yada, yada. I don't think there's nothing like having a community of black folks around you because black people gonna hold you accountable. Black people also hold you down. Black people are more apt to tell you about your ish. Black people are, you know, um, more apt to see through your BS too. And um, I, I think that it's important to have a community of people who look like you, who, um, are um have a, a certain set of standards that other folks may just not have that's and, so um, true yeah um shout out to black wizard he says white guys have the same conversations black guys have about women who are sexually casual when i was in the navy on the mid watch or underway or on the submarine that's all they talked about that is absolutely true um because you know i was on the navy as well and you know we were all there well you know like different races of people and it was a lot of white boys on there and they you they have the same views on women i think i'm that not saying that they don't have the same conversations and the same views i'm saying that you're not going to be labeled a whore through from through the from yeah in the white community like they may whisper they, they're going to have the conversations they know oh i said i even said they they're going to say oh she's an easy lay they know they're having the conversation yeah in the black community, everybody know who the whore is. Every, like literally, <laughs> I've seen white guys marry somebody that their brother.
brother slept with. I saw white guys sleep with and, and get into relationships that their best friend dated all throughout high school. They don't have those same rules and regulations that black people have for, oh, I slept with him, so he off limits. Oh, she gave me a BJ in the bathroom, so you can't date her. They don't, that, that stuff don't apply in, with white people. They still will date, marry, have kids with, and sit down to dinner with. Like, they don't have those rules that black folks have. They'll be like, well, Linda was just a little hot draw, but you I know. You, you folks have a beer with you and like, it's like nothing ha ever happened. Like, they, that's how they get down. They just don't have, you know, those, those, um, those parameters, those boundaries that we set in place, those imaginary, that imaginary rule book that black people have that if I talk to her first, then she off limits. If I seen her first or exchange numbers, well, you know how, especially black women, you know how we are. Oh, I seen them first. So he off limits to you. White folks don't do that type of stuff. I am telling you, like they don't have those same rules that, that we have that they operate by. It, it, they will sleep with somebody and then, you know, shut down the line they marry them and and you know they never discuss it again it's all is is fair and you know they move on with their lives yep uh yeah yeah that was interesting it was super interesting um yeah. yeah we definitely have to have her back on for a part two i absolutely think we have to have her back on for a part two i felt like it was very interesting as well um she definitely has some very strong opinions she seems to be very con convicted um yes. as it relates to her you know um dating uh white men only um i was you know based off of her, our, the conversation with her looking at her page i think that she dates um you know, subpar white men. I, I think that her standards for the white men that she dates is not very high. Um, well, I think because she doesn't seem to go through like serious betting processes. And that's another thing that I would be worried about for a young lady out here, especially out here now. Um, she doesn't seem to go through a hard vetting process. You know, it's like if she gets on a dating app and you know, they swipe or whatever, if she's attracted, I think she just kind of follows um, whatever she feels, you know, like if she's attracted to the person, I yeah. think she kind of goes off of that. Mm -hmm. But it it doesn't seem like a long betting process. Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly who you are, exactly what you have going on and, you know, any of that. It's just kind of like I'm going to get my shit off. I'm in and I'm out. And that's that. And that, that kind of worry, worry, it worries me. I'm not even going to say worried me. It worries me because, you know, shit is not the same. Shit is dangerous now. And, you know, a lot of divesters will, you know, black men are the one killing everybody and killing all the black women. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. But lately we've been hearing more and more stories about um, women off dating apps, especially when they've gotten with other yeah. races of men and so you know it's just like i just want want the uh uh young sister to be careful absolutely and you have to be able to acknowledge that white men are capable of the same things and that's why some of the questions that we asked were so important like do you understand that danger lurks with white men too and she seemed to kind of get it um you know you you say that you're scared to walk through a crowd of black men and you know some of the things can't be ignored like 
I myself have seen a growing number of instance of incidents with black men taking the lives of black women, taking the lives of their partners, their domestic partners. And it's concerning to me, Um, but let's not act like white men don't do it too. So she seemed to get that. She was like, yeah, I mean, if it's any group of men, I might be a little concerned to walk through. And that's not to say that all men are predators, but that does all, but what it does mean is that you should be aware of your surroundings. What it does mean is that don't um, uh, assume that all black men are predators and don't assume that all white men are, you know, going to be protectors or saviors, you know, don't have this white savior complex to think that all white men are saviors because we know that that is absolutely not the truth. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says it is the same. There's a code. Everybody knows it. It knows it's just more quiet. White guys behind the scene pretty much broker deals with their friends to sleep with women who sleep with women they know sleep around. Um, thank you so much for that, Black Wizard. And shout out to you again. Let me say something real quick on that one. So they may broker deals to, to, to sleep with women they know sleep around, but they will do more than sleep with them. If they enjoy the sex, they'll wife them. And Black men in Black communities, you don't do that because you'll get clowned. If a Black man knows that someone is the community whore, you know that someone is the community pass around, you can't wife her up, not and live in and stay in the same community because you will get clowned. Every time they see you walking down the street, they clowning you. You better, if you gonna wife her, you better move about the community. White guys don't care. They will wife her and stay in the same town, same community, and don't think twice about it. That's the difference. Yep. Um. Shout out to Black Wizard again. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. He true. said, "Huh? No, go ahead. I was reading it before you. Not, okay. not where I'm from. That ain't true." Okay, he says white girls back in the day had to move out of town to find serious relationships. If she was known to sleep around, the Scarlet Letter is a white story. I don't know, Black Wizard. Because... I think that that is... Even when you... I don't think that that holds true today. Not in the, and and I I come from a small town. So maybe uh, because I come from a small town, in addition, when you think about the history of this country, there were far more men than there were women. And I think that that is part of the reason why men, if you think about the Scarlet Letter, the Scarlet Letter wasn't didn't happen in the US. There were far more white men in the US than there were white women. So they had to be more forgiving. They had to, um, you know, that doesn't mean that there weren't some consequences that, that she might suffer if a woman did something that was, you know, um, deplorable, or if a woman did something that was, um, you know, of poor character, but they didn't have the resources, so to speak, to throw a woman away because she did something that was of poor character. Um, So I have not seen that from my experience. Um, White men have been more forgiving. Um, White women, and that, that there are so many books on that. And that like, I know of other towns where this has happened too. White women have been known to slur, to 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 do some of the most disgusting things. They're expected to have a. Where do you think that that notion comes from? That that they have a um, what is it called? A, a, a whore phase. That that came from the white girls did that. Black women for a long time, like I mean, you were ostracized out of the community if you did that type of stuff. And I'm talking about in my lifetime. 
Baby, we didn't caught up now, though. Yeah, baby, you ain't lying. You ain't, you ain't even lying. You, you, and I'm, uh, uh, look, I can't do nothing but shake my head. You ain't lying. <sighs> um, yeah, girl, you got anything else? Um, there was something I was saying about her. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have anything else. Um, I do, you know, I do think I asked her the question about if she has a black son and, you know, she jokes and she said, you know, he'll probably find it humorous if she he comes across her page. But, you know, the Internet is forever. And she said, hopefully he'll never come across her page like um, people don't forget things. People are unforgiving. You know how many times, like how many times, Danny, have we seen something go down and somebody pull up old Twitter receipts, baby, from 10, 15 that years ago? freaking oh, hearts. In a heartbeat, someone will pull up old Twitter receipts and it's like, okay, well, can't people change? Can't people evolve? Don't people? And I, I assure you that people have a copy of everything that you've done on the internet and someone will if she has a black son someday, pull up her old receipts showing how she's slandering black men, how detestable the things she's saying are about black men, and they will show that to her son. And so, you know, you really got to be careful what you put out there. Um, a lot of what she does on her page, I'm assuming is trolling. I mean, she got dildos. She got, she attacking all kind of folks. She putting everybody and their mama in her titles. She is Listen. wild all get out. I was going to even venture as to say that some of her behavior, it looks like she has engaged in some pretty reckless behavior. But then when I seen like her talking about her sobriety, sobriety right. Which... I was, like, I, I was going to say maybe she's grown from it and she's 28 now. Maybe she was behaving as a, you know, 21 year old. But some of the stuff is recent that she's doing as reckless. Yeah, um, which is why I, I, you know, I get scared, child. Um, it was something that I wanted to ask her about as far as her relationships with white men. Mm -hmm. And it was like, when you're talking to white men, it's interesting with the divestment, divestment community, because I would expect if you have such strong feelings about black men, how do you navigate that when you're dealing with white men? Um, if they say anything about a black man, are you like, no, I can't deal with you because you don't like black men or what would be the consideration um, for black men, especially if you don't mess with them. So that was interesting to me too. And something that I never understood, like I would probably understand more so if they were racist versus them not because um, the divestment community does have such a strong opinion about black men. So uh, it was interesting. I find it hard to believe that someone can speak in such a derogatory manner about black men, but you won't allow your white counterpart or your, not your counterpart, but your white partner to speak ill of black men. Like I, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that you can dog black men out. You can call them everything, but a child of God, but the white part man that you are dating can't and better not dare say anything out of line regarding black men. I I'm not buying that. I'm not. I thought it was um super duper duper interesting um because I'm like if you have these strong um feelings then how does it play out when you're 
if you ever watch the news or if you got another George Floyd thing going on mm. and your man comments about that, like how do how do those things work out? Especially if you don't want your you like the guys that are quote unquote in between. So I was really curious about that part. Um, I still think it was interesting, girls. Interesting if it was nothing else. Definitely interesting. And I myself was trying to think about and compare um, this interview to Savage Red. Um, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, what is it that triggered me about him? And why was I able to give her grace? Um, she's she black. a black woman. She's black, not just a black woman, but she's a black person. Um, number one. And um, I think I would have been able to extend grace to him if it were not for the fact that he, the comments that he made about it, making it seem like it would be a nuisance for his black partner to bring home, you know, issues of her woes that she's dealing with in the world about, you know, black issues, microaggressions, all the things. He literally said, no, her job would be to bring him a beer and shut the hell up that he wouldn't want to hear about uh, race issues that she deals with in the world. That is what triggered me about um, our interview with him for sure. Uh, like, absolutely for sure um uh, you know and, and that's what set me off but um absolutely definitely a good discussion i'm glad that she was open she seemed to be very honest and forthcoming with you know her thoughts and feelings on the questions that we asked and i thought that it was you know good and informative and i enjoyed it okay <clears throat> well um that concludes today's show you guys hit the damn like button. I know y'all want some fuckery. I know y'all are thirsty and hot for it. If y'all don't want no fuckery, just say y'all don't want no fuckery because that's what y'all saying when y'all don't hit that damn like button. Hit the like button. Y'all know y'all enjoy fuckery just like we do. Hit the like button. Y'all know we got some more coming. Hit the damn like button. Oh, some fire. We got some fire coming. That's all. Um, that's that's uh, DMAC. Hell no, we ain't having no panel today. Hell no. You know y'all don't know how to act. <laughs> At all. And y'all don't. And listen, it, it was short and sweet. She had plans. She going out with Brad and, you know, um, ain't She said, eat your that. heart out, fellas. <laughs> eat neighbors. your heart out. We see y'all lusting in the chat. Baby about to lose their damn mind. Like, listen. listen. We black men lusting in the chat. She said, never, ever, ever, ever. Just ever. fuck, uh, just over here, jealous child. Oh, uh, she, she want to go out with a Brad, but wouldn't date me? Oh. She don't want y'all. Don't get mad. wondering where all the black women's at. Where all the attractive black women. She ain't got no kids. She 28. She young in the prime of her life. And guess what? Y'all lost one to a Brad. To and a she lost 40 pounds on y'all ass. Y'all should, nah. should, should be kicking yourselves. <laughs> baby, they sick. Yeah. They sick. They up there fighting the air, baby. They sick. Okay. We already know. <laughs> uh, DJ, now if you need a back rub, that's what them auntie arms is for. Leave her alone. <laughs> exactly. she. Auntie arms means she can cook good. She from the country too, baby. Look. Good that meals. part. She cooking bread, them good meals. Nah. And at least her father was in the house. Y'all don't even know y'all own daddy. Absolutely. Shit, leave her alone. 
And really and truly, uh, black men are to, are to blame for her going to Brad, her own father, as well as another black man that she gave a chance. You need to be blaming yourselves. Facts. Kick, cry yourselves to sleep at night. Hit the damn like button. Come back the next show. We got some more fuckery lined up. I prom- I ain't gonna tell y'all nothing because y'all don't know what to do. But mm, anywho, <laughs> shout out to these Olivia. I forgot to tell you guys to drop her uh, channel in the discussion, but we will end up posting her channel in um, the comments so you guys can subscribe if you're interested. Um, black <laughs> wizard. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for coming out. God bless y'all. Good. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>